0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network.
1: Thank you for staying with us on Real Presence Live. I am Karen Selensky along with Father Logan Obergiewicz. We are here at Corpus Christi in Bismarck. And excited to have Father Logan with us today. Um, Thank you for hitting while my senior's taking a break.
2: Yeah, it's good being with you, Karen, and I just look forward to hearing what Gary Zemak has to say.
1: Yeah. Gary, are you on the line with us?
0: I sure am, and I'm happy to be here.
1: Oh, wonderful. Thank you for joining us today. We have Gary Zemak. He has a um, new book out that he is going to visit with us about um, fear, and so we are very happy that you joined us today. Thank you.
0: Oh, thank you, Karen. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah. So if you can just, um, if you wouldn't mind uh, telling us a little bit about yourself, and then we can get into um, a little bit more of a discussion on your book.
0: You bet. I uh, I grew up, I was born and raised in Philadelphia, PA. I'm from the northeast. I still live in the area. I live in New Jersey now, right, right over the bridge from Philly. Uh, Karen, for 30 years, I worked in the software industry as a software developer, and I've, I've always been the type of person who has struggled with anxiety. And mm-hmm. I, as, a, as a lukewarm Catholic, I never made the connection that Jesus could help me with that anxiety until not all that long ago. So after 30 years in the software industry, I had a major conversion experience and went into full-time ministry. And I've been doing that for the past 10 years. I've written, I think this is my 11th book that I've written, I've spoken all around the country and on radio and tv just proclaiming the good news that jesus is real and that he can help us and mainly he can help us with our anxiety and i think that that's my primary audience people who are struggling with worry because i'm one of those people so i've been able to to present that that message and bring hopefully peace to the lives of any people who've been struggling with
2: this Yeah, Gary, I I was just looking at some of your other books and you have Give Up Worry for Lent, Stop Worrying and Start Living. So I saw that there was a theme there with anxiety or worry and what Jesus can do. If you are able to share a little bit on just that conversion experience, moving from anxiety to trust in Jesus or what, what took place there?
0: Yeah, sure, Father, I'd be happy to. And, you know, I have to say it's still an ongoing process. I'm going to be working on this with the Lord for the rest of my life, and and I'm good with that. Uh, Basically, in 2004, I had what I thought was a medical emergency, and I jumped to the conclusion that I was dying. I went to the doctor. Some tests were done. And for a period of about three to six months, various tests were done, and, and there were no conclusions made. Nobody knew what exactly was wrong with me physically. But in the meantime, I started going to daily Mass. I started reading the Bible. All these things that I should have been doing for years, but I did I started praying. And the strangest thing happened. I started to feel peace. And then eventually I made the connection that, wait a minute, this is Jesus, and he's real. Ultimately, all of the tests came back inconclusive. My medical symptoms vanished. But it was, a, as I said, a major conversion for me, and I drew closer to the Lord. He became real to me, and ever since then, I've been doing whatever I can to grow closer to him and let others know what exactly he can do for us. And that's bring us peace. He's the Prince of Peace. He said, Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Uh, Father, I found out firsthand that he's not kidding about that. He really can give us that peace we look for.
2: Yeah, that's very beautiful, and as, as we know when we open up the scriptures, we just see Jesus' words, do not be afraid, and how often he, oh, yes. he tells us that. And so that's very beautiful, and I'm sure many of our listeners can, to, can also um, point out those experiences in their own lives of um, experiencing worry or anxiety and Jesus bringing that peace. And as a parent,
1: I think you really, um, you know, that's something that I've learned as well, that when you, when you turn to God, um, when you have, you know, as a parent, basically, um, you know, it just, it does give you that peace. Um, and I think, you know, you know, going to that daily mass and, and listening to those homilies that our wonderful priests give us, um, and you kind of wonder if they were listening to our conversations at home <laughs> that help you get through it. So yeah, that's, that that's wonderful. So can you just tell us a little bit about the book that you just released this spring?
0: Yeah, Karen. The book is called Let Go of Your Fear, Choosing to Trust Jesus in Life's Stormy Times. And and, and what it is, is 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 it's a very detailed and, and and not not that it's a voluminous book, it's a relatively short book, but it's a it's a line by line, verse by verse look at the two storms at sea as detailed in the gospels. And the reason the reason I wrote this book was I, I do a lot of three day parish missions around the country. And on the second day, I always get into the storms, the storms at sea, because this is an example of how Jesus can help us in the midst of the storms. So this book is really a a verse-by-verse breakdown of the two storms with the apostles were at sea on the Sea of Galilee in the middle of the storm, and Jesus intervened. And, And the book was written, I wrote the book. To give hope to somebody who is in the middle of the storm. And that even though it all looks dark right now, things will get better once you involve Jesus. You know, yeah. it's not always, they don't always get better externally, but always when you invite him into your storm, something will get better. Better, Whether it's internal or external, he does make a difference. So that's why I wrote the book. And, uh, and, and I just, I, it's a book that I've always wanted to write. And it's it's a book that I I believe will give hope to anybody who is struggling right now.
1: Sure, <clears throat> Father Logan, do you you know you obviously you bring a lot of that out in your in your homilies as well. Um, I don't know if you want to elaborate just a little bit more about because that the fear word is really something that you know I think everybody
2: has. You got it. And when just when we look at, I think this is a perfect example of those two storm accounts of Jesus Mm -hmm. and just knowing that the apostles experience fear in their own lives I know a lot of people that are discerning a vocation whether it be marriage or or even just to the priesthood or religious life usually at some points or through that discernment process there is that fear that's present is this what Jesus is calling me to Mm -hmm. and something that each of us is called to and myself in particular too was to trust in Jesus that he was paving the way and to to actually reject any sort of fear that I needed to, um, basically just to reject that fear that that's not from Jesus. He doesn't want us to make decisions in that fear, but really out of that place of peace that Gary was speaking about, just to live with the Prince of Peace. Mm-hmm.
1: So, Gary, when you started writing this book, what was what was your what was your vision or your approach when when you started writing it?
0: You know, Karen, it, it, the book was written at a, at a really difficult time. It was written when the the COVID pandemic was mm-hmm. really gripping the, the, the world, and um, we were. The book was written when we were still on lock in, in lockdown, and my wife was struggling tremendously with anxiety due to the pandemic. Even though none of us have ever gotten. COVID, it just that fear was horrendous. Mm-hmm. But, but the Holy Spirit worked in me, and, and I was able to really, while I was in the storm, I was writing the book, because my wife was suffering, so I was suffering too, and it was a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of prayer, but the Lord got us through. He brought her to a better place. He brought me to a better place. And, and the book was written at a time where, where I really had to let go of my fear. And, and you know, I'm, I'm glad Father said what he said. Fear is an emotion. We can't necessarily change that emotion. It's a feeling. God gives us feelings, gives us emotions, but I can do something about that fear. I can let go of my fear. I still might feel afraid, but I can make that conscious choice to say, Lord, you take over. I'm going to choose to trust in you. And the more you do that, the more that fear begins to vanish. You can't force yourself to be not afraid but you can force yourself to choose to let go of that fear. And that's really what I had to do during the book, the fear of not completing the book in time, the fear of being able to not write because I was so exhausted. And and the Lord came through, and the book was written, and, and I'm, I'm really pleased with how it turned out.
2: Yeah, that's wonderful. So in this book, you ha- go verse by verse, as you said. Um, did this book develop out of those two storm accounts with, with Jesus, that so you're you're just praying through them and uh, just something stuck out to you? Or how did this sort of develop in the book, going verse by verse?
0: You know, I, I really, Father, I think we know these stories so well, and we've all heard them so many times. I think there's a tendency to overlook some of the minute details. And, and I I just felt the personally the need to go through it verse by verse and really try to to ignore what we knew was going to happen. What we know is going to happen is Jesus is going to calm the storm in both cases. Slightly different, but he, he does fix the problem. In our lives, we don't know the outcome. So by going verse by verse, it gives me a chance to address anyone who is in the midst of a storm when they don't know how it's going to end. And to look around and say, yes, it looks really dark right now, but it looked dark to the Apostles. So why, why can't we assume that things will work out even though we can't see the end? So that's what I think that's the benefit of going verse by verse in a, in a story like this.
1: Sure. That's wonderful. So we are visiting today with uh, Gary Zemak. He has written the book, Let Go of Your Fear. I believe you're part of the Dynamic Catholic group as well. I think that's where I, I saw your book. Is that correct, Gary?
0: Yes, I wrote a book for them called Stop Worrying and Start Living.
1: Okay, yes. Yep. Well, great. So we're going to um, go to a quick break here, um, and we're visiting again with Gary Zemak. He is the author of Let Go of Your Fear, as well as many other books. So you will want to stay with us. It's all about fear. Stay tuned.
0: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
3: Know that your prayers today can still aid in the salvation of someone who died years ago? I'm Father Chris Alar. God is outside of time, and since He is all knowing and all powerful, He knows every prayer you will ever make and has the power to apply those graces to any point in time, past, present, or future. So if you have lost anyone, especially to suicide, and think that they are eternally lost, you can still help them. God can take your prayers from today and give someone grace at the time of their judgment because he forever knew that you would make that prayer and he wants you to help them accept his offer of salvation. So there is still hope. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help.
0: All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840.
2: Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers vision therapy services for children and adults. Symptoms of poor reading comprehension, headaches, tired eyes, and poor coordination can be indicators of eye movement conditions which affect reading and learning. Eye movement disorders are often undetected by school vision screenings and regular eye exams. For more information about how vision therapy can help treat these conditions, our website is www.lumen.vision.
0: This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back to Real Presence Live. We are here at the Church of Corpus Christi in Bismarck, North Dakota. I'm Karen Solensky, along with Father Logan Obergewich and Monsignor Schumacher is also here. He's taking a bit of a break, giving us a little bit of time with the show, so Um, Thank you, actually. Um, I do have to thank Monsignor and Father Logan for pinch-hitting for us today to help us out with the show. We are visiting with uh, Gary Zemak, who has written a book, Let Go of Your Fear. And thank you, Gary, for joining us. We have appreciated the first um, 15 minutes of this half hour on your book. And um, I'll let Father Father Obergier, which will visit a little bit with you on some of these things.
2: Yeah, so Gary, I saw this book came out in this Let Go of Your Fear came out in March of 2022 of this year. And so right. have you received any feedback on your book of why people are afraid today? Or have you received on, uh, you know, some things that this book helped them overcome their fear in, in some capacity?
0: Yeah, Father, thanks for asking that. That's, uh, that's really something that I, that's a question I've been exploring for many years because I've been giving so many talks on worry and, and fear. And I, you know, right now, I think it's the fear of the unknown that is really rattling people. I mean, you always have your financial concerns, your health matters, people are worried about their children. But once the pandemic hit, I think it just opened up a whole new avenue for those who, who are anxious, this fear of a lack of, of uh, control, of the lack of control. What, is, is this going to happen again? Is this going to get worse? What next? You know, that that fear of the unknown is uh, is very real among people, and that's why I've been giving my Give Up Worry for Lent parish missions for, for many years now. And after the pandemic, once things opened up, people are really coming out to hear this message because they're looking for some relief And and honestly, our our Lord can give us that relief, but it requires us to surrender control to Him. Even though we don't have control, we have to make that act of the will to say, you know what, Lord, I'm going to choose to trust You. And once we do that, that surrender brings us the the peace that we need. But look, I I like to be in control. That's why I tend to be a worrier. I'm an anxious person, because I like to be in control.
2: Mm -hmm. That
0: doesn't work with the relationship with the Lord. He's got to be in control. And, right, and that's
2: the only way I'm going to get peace in my life. Yeah, one of my favorite prayers is by a deceased father, Delindo, and it's that surrender, Novita, and maybe some of mm-hmm. the listeners have heard of it, but it's that simple phrase, Jesus, I surrender myself to you, take care of everything. Yep. And uh, I think it's, yep. just, it's spot on uh, what you're saying of letting go of that control. And entrusting yourself and everything to Jesus, especially those unknown situations. And now, with this book, it's very um, beautiful that it's all about prayer with Jesus, giving up that control. Um, since we, as human beings, are a body-soul composite, so we, you know, we have human needs and we have our spiritual needs as well. So, for our human needs, you know, proper sleep is important. A, a daily nutrition with food is important. Now, when do we know when um, maybe our anxiety or our worries need to be addressed on the on the human side? Maybe we need to see a psychiatrist. Um, What do you have any feedback on that of using this book for our spiritual needs with Jesus, but also to address those those human needs as well?
0: Father, thanks for asking that question. That's something that I've always been concerned about. Now, I am not a medical professional. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist. I'm a, I'm a guy who's struggled with worry, and Jesus has helped me. But in the course of the 10 years that I've been doing what I do, I've reached out to numerous Catholic therapists, psychologists, and I would always ask that question, well, how do you know? How do you know if you need to seek professional help? And I was told that, bio, that uh, anxiety can be a biological condition, and sometimes professional help and or medication is necessary. So the best advice that I've gotten is... Try all of try prayer, try reaching out to the Lord, try reading Scripture, try going to daily mass. Try these things, and if you still can't stop worrying, then it's time to to really seek help. Help, unless obviously it's an emergency and you have suicidal thoughts or something. Then you, you've got to get the therapy uh, and help, professional help, immediately. And, and I always tell people, don't be afraid to seek medical help because jesus heals in many different ways you know but what what i believe would be a mistake and i I really feel this would be a mistake is if you just ran and got the help and got on the medication and didn't work on your relationship with christ that would be a huge mistake there's a lot of times you get the medicine and you feel better and you just don't care about pursuing a deeper relationship with christ for many of us myself included our anxiety can be can be excuse me, can be the Lord calling us into a deeper relationship with him. Once we realize we're out of control and we're panicked about things, that is an open invitation from the Lord to turn to him. So it's really a, a combination of both things that uh, might be necessary.
2: Yeah, that's really good. So we just don't want to band aid something that's deeper. We wanna actually get to the root right. of the anxiety.
1: So Gary, you had mentioned that you do a three day parish mission. Um, can you yeah. do, do you want to elaborate just a little bit about that? And then how um, you, you had mentioned also that you have a website that uh, people could go to as well?
0: Yes, absolutely. I do a three-day parish mission. The one I've been doing for a long time, Give Up Worry for Lent. Obviously, Lent's a very busy time for parish mission. But I speak all year. I can do... Pardon me, stop worrying and start living, give up worry for good. I have numerous topics for parish missions. I also do talks, retreats, you know, it varies depending on the need of the the parish or the conference. I've spoken at men's and women's conferences as well. The best place to get in touch with me is through my website, followingthetruth.com
2: following the truth.com what is most rewarding is there something that stands out above the rest of doing this sort of work giving conferences and writing these books Um, just uh, seeing the fruit of of what the Lord is doing can you just speak about what is rewarding about this for you
0: you know Father it is such an honor to be able to to share the good news as I do I am so unworthy I don't know why the Lord chose me (laughs) but I realize he did You know, he did, and I'm not going to let him down. I'm going to do my best. What really is rewarding is when I hear people say, I don't normally come to talks like this, but I was worried. I came. I started talking to Jesus, and I feel so much better. Mm -hmm. And and, and to see people develop a relationship with the Lord. And I always talk to Jesus, too, and I say, look, Lord, I'm sending people to you. I don't want you to let me down now. And he never has. (laughs) He never has, you know. I, I do tell them that because I tell people, look, go to Jesus. Here, I'm going to give you some advice, but the best thing I can tell you is get in touch with him. It's amazing what he does.
2: Wow. So not as only are, is he working through you in and, and, and this mission of removing that fear, but also just you're almost being an evangelist for something that you've been working through through all these years as yep. well. So that's amazing that's how right. the Lord has brought you in this very spot to deal with this anxiety.
1: So you had mentioned, Gary, that you have a few other books too, that you have written. Um, And do they spin off of, of, or is this a spin off of some of those or, or how did that all, all come about?
0: You know, Karen, I didn't ever intend to get into this. I just wanted to be a, an evangelist talking about Jesus and how he changed my life, but I really got involved in the, in the focus on worry. So just about all of my books, starting with A Worrier's Guide to the Bible, which my first book was my first book, right to this last book, Let Go of Your Fear, just about all of my books have to do with anxiety and fear and how Jesus can help us.
1: Uh, yeah. And you had, again, if you want to just tell the listeners again about your, your website of, of, is that how they contact you and is that where they can also purchase your yeah. books?
0: Exactly. Followingthetruth.com is my website. All of the books are listed there. I also have a daily email reflection that I send out free of charge called Let Not Your Heart Be Troubled. They can sign up for that. And I have a daily podcast as well. So oh. all the resources can be found at followingthetruth.com. Oh, that's cool.
1: So, you know, you hear you hear that word fear so much in, you know, yeah. in the Bible. I mean, the worry. Um, and there's so many different verses. I don't know, if Father Logan, if you want to just, you know, I think some of those might be good for the listeners to hear of what they can turn to as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, it was usually these storm accounts. Mm-hmm. And so just when we have Jesus on the boat sleeping, and then this huge storm comes up with the apostles. <laughs> and I could just... I've always been in the place of usually the apostles yelling out to Jesus, Jesus, why aren't you listening? There's a storm brewing. <laughs> and yeah. just how, you know, he, he's there on the pillow sleeping. And yeah. St. Teresa of Lisieux has a very beautiful reflection on that passage. And basically, she says she she has, tr- what she does is trust in Jesus and allows him to sleep in the boat even if there's a storm going on. And so wow. we have a great St. Saint like St. Therese of the Zoo, who has that trust, and she allows Jesus to sleep in the boat, knowing that uh, Jesus won't let them drown in that storm. Mm-hmm. And so that's always stayed with me there, too.
1: That's yep. amazing, you know, just that trust word is, is really what is needed, yeah. I think. It's, you know, especially in these trying times, I think it's, you know, you have to really, really trust and, and not be anxious and think, okay, I need an answer now,
0: you know, so...
1: So, Gary, do you have any final thoughts or reflections for us as we wrap up this hour?
0: Karen, just a couple of quick things, just sure. keying off of what you just said. Trust is a choice. It's not a feeling. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we think trust is a feeling. Trust is a choice. I, we place our trust in a lot of people. Whenever I fly, I'm trusting the pilot to get me there yeah. safely. You know, I trust the pharmacist to put the right pills in my in my pillbox. So choosing to trust in Jesus is a choice. It's something that is going to bear great fruit. And to anybody who's in a storm right now, it might look dark right now. But it looked dark to the apostles. Just choose to trust that Jesus will come through in the right way at the right time.
1: Yep, absolutely. Well, thank you, Gary. We greatly appreciate you um, joining us today on Real Presence Live. Um, you have a great book, book out there that people let go of your fear. Um, we, You have a lot on your website, which is follow...
2: Following the truthcom
1: okay perfect thank you exactly. again for being with us appreciate that we are getting thank ready for you, yeah you're very welcome hope we can be in touch um, you know in the, the near future here
0: thank you All so right. much and thank you father too it was great talking to both of you yeah you're thanks, welcome thanks Gary
1: so we are going to go for a break here when we come back um, we're going to have a different approach to the tradition soup kitchen find out more in Real Presence Live stay with us
2: live engaging